When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep. Write this down. The only show in America that keeps track of our predictions with statistics. I uh, I hate watched the NFL Network version again on their little like pre pregame show. I think it was Sunday morning, where it's like their stats gal Cynthia Freeland and that Greg Rosenthal guy that used to be on ProFootballTalk.com. They don't even like. It's basically just like over or under eighty two. Yeah, the Bengals will go oh, over yeah. three hundred yards of total offense, and then they don't address their. Wrong predictions from previous weeks. I believe uh, the local, is it Fox 9 does sink or swim on like the same type of thing for Vikings pregame on Sundays. Like it's same thing, like over under 85 receiving yards for Justin Jefferson, sink or, or swim, like swim being that's that. Not, that's not necessarily a violation of write that down though, is it? It's I don't think so. They don't, they don't hold each other accountable though, like us, to your point. Like no one's holding each other no, accountable. No one does. Yeah, no one does. The write that down, the stealing that, that name is particularly bothersome and irks me. Yeah, so Don't let's, be taking let's, our names. Yeah, so that's why we steal their theme song. Welcome to Purple Daily. Welcome to Score North. This is our theme song. I yeah, thought that was your band. From you. I thought you, you just had a band, like, off to your right or something. I do, so. yeah, just off camera that, over here. I actually well, you just say... I've got two timpanies and some chimes over here. It's great. The chimes are very expensive, very difficult. Are they? Yeah. Timpani. You go online. It's time for the playoffs. Or order chimes and timpanis. How much do uh, how much does a timpani cost? That's a great question. Can you get one off of Amazon or something you go to like that? You go to elementary school and just buy it off sale. Does Amazon Prime have uh, same can they delivery deliver it for to my, Can they deliver it to my doorstep here? Okay, uh, they do sell timpanis at gu- Guitar Center here. Oh, nice, yeah. Oh, that see. makes sense. Oh, wow. Okay, Judd, how much would you guess? Is is this for a set or one timpani? Uh, apparently, it's like 3000 Seriously? Well, those... It's like $3,000 for a timpani? I feel like it's the, you know, the, dr- the thing on top. The company the will pay for it. Don't worry about it. Just order it. Just order it. The company just expenses. It's no problem. When they asked Declan, uh, why does that 
Timpani costs so much money, Declan's like, that's ah, the thing, on, the top. thing on top. That's you know? oh, yes. <laughs> the thing on top. That's how it works. Don't drum. you guys know anything about Timpani? I'm, I'm a people person. Uh, well, this is uh, Purple Daily. Write that down uh. is the, uh, the weekly segment here presented by our friends over at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics <laughs> brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Uh, enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And um, here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our guy Patrick is about to make his Write That Down debut, you can send us a message through the Score North app. Let's start with the accountability session. And we are just a couple weeks away. The season runs through the Super Bowl. It's been a three-way race between the three of us for the completion percentage title and the touchdown title is still up for grabs, uh, pun intended, as well. So a lot to be decided here. All right. We'll start with Judd. You said the Eagles would be knocked out of the playoffs before the NFC Championship game. I think that was a while back. That's a really bad prediction. You said Brandon Staley would be the Vikings defensive coordinator this year. That was a great prediction. Should have happened. You did say Ed Donatel will no longer be with the Vikings within two weeks after the season ends. Probably took him a couple days longer than it needed to, but it did happen. We're evaluating Ed. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to fire him, but we just don't want to talk about it with you guys at this Wednesday media session. None of your business. We'll see you in a few weeks at the combine. All right, I told you guys when the Niners were one game over 500, I believe it was, that they would play in the NFC Championship game. Very nice. A little uh, oh. red zone touchdown there for old Dro- Macadac. Drove the ball downfield is what you did. Yep. Uh, I even off the record told you that uh, Garoppolo would suffer a season-ending injury and that Mr. Irrelevant would come in and play lights out, but I should have put that one on the record. Yeah. Type. I remember that well. Could have been even more of a touchdown. Uh, listeners, Lacey said Kirk Cousins will have his worst statistical year in terms of passer rating, but his best team success yet. Most wins as a Vikings quarterback, oh. which was true, and at least two playoff wins. Oh, man. Oh, dude. He had all of it, right? All of oh, it until the playoff wins. Two playoff wins is a lot. That's, mm. That is doubling. Because oh. that's at least NFC Championship game. Yep. yep. Yikes. Uh, Cody said Ed Donatel will be interviewed for a head coaching job this upcoming offseason. If it happens, we'll revisit. <laughs> Don't think that's going to happen. Brian said he had a Judd prediction last week. Yep. On the show, it came off the board on the show that Judd would say wave the flag by the end of the podcast. So it's a touchdown for Brian. No, I was baited a little bit by yeah. Phil Mack. No, you just got excited. Into this. You just got excited. No, you baited me. You baited me. <laughs> All right, I baited you a little bit. Uh-huh. Declan had a nice week here. You said Daniel Jones would post a passer rating of no higher than 80. I think it was like 53 or something. Pretty good. That's close to a touchdown, but he also had like six other games below 80 this season. Like, kind of happens fairly frequently for him. He was a pro bowler if- against the Vikings. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, if you just watched him against the Vikings, this would absolutely be a touchdown for Declan, but... You can fight it if you want to. No? No. I'm not going to fight this, no. 
Uh, you said Josh Allen would throw an interception or fumble in the fourth quarter against the Bengals. I didn't put it on the screen here, but this was a touchdown. Nice work. Yeah, he threw, I mean, the game was already over, but he threw a, another back-breaking pick late in the fourth quarter to seal that game. And then Stefan Diggs yelled at him. Uh, and you said the Bengals would beat the Bills and the Chiefs would beat the Jaguars. So a little three-for-three three week for Dex, which brings him up to 15 touchdowns and just .4 percentage points behind Judd. 36.5% completions for Judd. 36.1 for Declan. I'm up to 34.1. Listeners oh, at 20.6. What a race. I have 19 tuds to Declan's 15. Judd and the listeners tied with 11 tuds apiece. So there you go. Not to be confused with Judd's. Let's get our guy in here, Patrick, making his debut on Write That Down. He says uh, this is the first time on a podcast, and he has a paralyzing fear of public speaking here. So if he just, like, short circuits, you'll <laughs> he's shaking nervous. What's going on, man? Thanks for coming on. Uh, Pat, you're muted. You just got to unmute yourself. Oh, he's yourself muted. He's muted. Did I go. just see a can of Shirley there? Didn't want to ruin anything, so I muted myself earlier. Um, just wanted to make sure you guys knew it was It's not a Surly. But it would make me feel a little bit better. Maybe we can get him some uh, some surly here. To... It looks close, though. I like the red pan. <laughs> so, uh, when Patrick did you become a suffering Vikings fan? I'm from Fargo, North Dakota, it's on the border of Minnesota. I don't know if you guys are familiar, oh, yeah. but just grew up Minnesota sports guy. Vikes, Twins, Wild, T Wolves. It's my thing. I'm okay. a degenerate. Yeah. <laughs> so, what and what jersey are we rocking here? We got the. Brand new. Oh, hot. Oh, the hot. Oh, dude. Oh, the color rush. Let's go. I love the color rush. That's nice. And oh, I yeah, love man. the hat. Thank you. That's a great old school hat. It's an OG. Yeah. Yes. OG. Not, none of this new straight build crap with the big, you know, thing. That's perfect. <laughs> These new fangled hats. Get off my lawn. Straight bills. <laughs> yes. I like all your guys' Viking gear as well. Looks good. Uh, Judd only wears uh, sponsored gear. He's yeah. like a NASCAR. He only wears Surly, Tavern. Yep. Can we get some Nutrisource hoodies? I think Judd would probably wear anything. Finch Home Solutions, maybe. A Finch Home Solutions hoodie. Yep. They got hats. Happen. Nice hats. So we're going to start. We're going to go around the room three times. We'll start with Patrick over to Judd, Declan, back to me. Uh, the predictions must be football or show related. Those are the only real rules here. So what's your first prediction, Patrick? I got a little Philly special, little Eagles parlay. Okay. Let me know if this is a touchdown. So obviously the completion percentage listeners are out of it, right? It's just bold predictions on bold predictions every week with the listeners. So we got to get at least a couple touchdowns here. So I'm yep. pretty much just going straight for touchdowns. Um, Eagles win and cover the spread versus the Niners. Then they have to be favorites in the Super Bowl and win and cover the spread. I don't know if that's those. I think those for yes. that all together because you're it's you're predicting straight up and spread. Right, because it's win-win, and if they're favorites, it would be cover spread. So I think. So you're saying yeah. win, win this weekend, and then win the Super Bowl and cover spread. Is that what you're saying? Cover the spread this week against the Niners and win, and win the Super Bowl and cover the spread in both. Okay, games. yeah, okay. okay. It's going to be an Definitely. uphill grind for a rookie Brock Purdy going into Philadelphia. I feel like this. Oh week. God, yeah, so. yeah. Niners defense. That's the key. They they're, they're going ha- they're going to have to turn the ball over. Sudden change. Mm-hmm. A sudden like change. A sudden change could happen. Write this sudden down. Change, Those important. two teams, too, 
I don't know that there's like an obvious cliff coming for them because they have great rosters. They have cheap young quarterbacks. And so those are the the two teams you're going to watch this weekend are just, that's the bar for the next like three years in the NFC if you're the Vikings and then any other teams that would pop up. So take notes, Vikings. Like Judd took notes for them last week. Take Mm -hmm. notes, Vikings. Had my notebook out. Judd, what is your first prediction here? And just to be clear, I had my notebook out, okay? None of this phone crap. None of this computer stuff. I went old school. So no straight-built hats, no technology. Exactly right. Get off my bleeping lawn. All right, write this down. Um, So we we did a a bonus episode of PD today on the possibility of Trey Lance being moved by San Francisco from a Michael Silver report that is credible. So I'll I'll rip the Band-Aid off and go with it, write that down. The Vikings will indeed acquire Trey Lance in a trade this offseason. Oh, my God. Now, before anybody says I hate Kirk Cousins, I firmly believe Kirk Cousins will be the starting quarterback for this team in 2023. But 2024, the future, very much in play here. So Trey Lance to the Vikings. Oh, my gosh. My hometown boy. Yep, Fargo connection. Um, Marshall kid. Yeah, how closely did you follow him? Like, did you watch his games? (laughs) I went to a few NDSU games. I'm not, like, the biggest college football fan, but – yeah, I mean, there was a lot of buzz in town about him for sure. He was like the second coming of Wentz, obviously, at that time. The crazy thing, and we did a, for people, another cheap plug here, uh, we did a bonus episode today where we just explored should the Vikings trade for Trey Lance. It is still shocking to me that he has only he's started 21 games since high school. That's it. Yeah, he's most a COVID them, baby. Yeah, most of them being at NDSU. So definitely one of the things that would de- decrease his value, just like right the down. guy hasn't played football. All right, Declan. My first prediction, I'll go with this one. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to march their way back to a Super Bowl, but I'll make the quantifiable prediction this way and say the Bengals will not be trailing at any point in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs. They'll not be trailing at any point in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs. If they're tied, that's fine. But they will not be trailing at any point against the Chiefs. Smack them around. Smack them around. All right. So, Judd, you got the Trey Lance prediction. Um, I'll make a quarterback prediction, too. Write this down. The Vikings will draft a quarterback. I don't know what round. I don't know if it's Richardson in the first round, if it's if they trade, you know, accumulate picks and they take a flyer in the sixth round, but they will draft a quarterback. I think aren't the Niners kind of inspiring teams now? Because for years it was like most of these quarterbacks that you would take outside of, like, Tom Brady once, are pretty much just clipboard-holding pseudo-assistant coaches. But there are some great quarterback teachers now in the league. I think Sean McVay, with what they did with Jared Goff, and Kyle Shanahan, maybe Kevin O'Connell, that it makes more sense. You should be taking almost annual flyers on guys and then cut bait. Oh, took a flyer on Mond. He sucks. Don't waste three years on him. He's gone, right? Go draft another quarterback. So they they will they will draft yeah. a quarterback in one of the rounds is my prediction. Write this down. Okay. All right, back to Patrick. All right. So I listened to last week's write that down this morning, but I already had this whole spiel. So I have a very similar uh, prediction to one of the listeners last week. The Lions will win the division. Judd put the flag at half mass for this one. Um, exactly. <laughs> So for it to be a touchdown, though, I feel like it needs a little bit more, maybe just because the Lions might. I don't know. I haven't looked at the rankings yet, but I'm guessing it's they're close it's to the favorite. Pretty, they have to be. Yeah. I, I, 
I think you probably need a little seasoning on it for it to be a touchdown. And I do. I have a little sprinkle. Oh, here so we go. So oh. they have to have exactly 11 or 12 wins. And let me tell you why. I think they're going to get exactly 11 or 12 wins. The Lions have a super favorable home schedule. I don't know if you guys have looked at the NFC schedule this next year, but um, they obviously play the divisional opponents, Vikes, Green Bay, Bears at home, which Green Bay and the Bears, I don't know. I mean, there's not going to be world beaters next year by any means. Then they play Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Las Vegas, and Seattle at home. Uh, I feel like they're going to go 7-1, 8-0 at home, which means they only need – it gets really hard away games. Like they play Kansas City, Ufta, L.A. Chargers, New Orleans, uh, Tom Brady, List, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and Baltimore on the road. But if they win a couple of those games, they're at 10 or 11 did, wins. Did you guys see what Mike Florio wrote this morning about the Lions? Uh-huh. Oh my God! It is reckless speculation. Smoke a cigarette. I've never had a cigarette in my life. I almost lit one up after reading this speculative article. He said a team that makes potentially the most sense oh, for Tom Brady, the Detroit Lions. Go back home to Michigan. Think about if you were to bring that team has a ton of weapons, a ton yep. of young talent. Receivers. They played their asses off the last two months of the year. They've got some room to maneuver here. You could probably move off. You could probably cash in high on Goff. So would someone give you a, th- a third-round pick for Goff or something? One year of Tom Brady in his home state getting that franchise over the hump for the first time. And Tom Brady's a big tight end guy, too. And they're looking at getting Michael Meyer from Notre Dame, who he looks like oh. a stud. So that would be and really they've got, scary. They've got these like quick burst receivers, too. So That he would played- be fascinating. So he, he played college there, but he's from the Bay, right? He, he's from San Francisco. He's originally he's, his parents he's originally are from, from there, yep. But but, is, but doesn't he still have family in Michigan? I'm pretty sure. Oh, he probably does. So, so I mean, he's got well, maybe I'm wrong on that. Family but. all over the place, including at New York. And does, doesn't he just bring his kids to go look at some private school in Miami too? So now there's Dol- the Dolphins rumors. Can you really go? Can you give up a first round pick because of tampering, and then a year later just like bring that guy in that you were tampering with? That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> like, what's the message there? Okay, you shouldn't tamper, and we're going to punish you. But now it's fine. don't tamper, kids. But uh, yeah. in the Play end, you'll down. still get what you want. Right. Okay, over to Judd. Speaking of the quarterback carousel, which is just about to take off, and it's just so fantastic. I love this. Write this down. Write this down. Because tonight... Where are they all going, quarterbacks of the NFL? In his first start for the Tennessee Titans, Aaron Rodgers takes on the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers will be with the Tennessee Titans next season. Love this. Love this. He's going to look super weird in those colors, right? Well, Brett Favre was more, I mean, Jets and then Vikings. You talk about super well, weird, but but isn't there some steam that the that the Jets would the the, the, yes. the I think there was a report that said like Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, would trade two first round picks for Rodgers. Yeah, is he just going to take the Brett Favre path? Well, you know what's funny because in, in the on the McAfee show yesterday, he took some sort of shots at Brett, saying you know it's not about my ego. I might not. Well, I don't. I don't the most think egotistical that, quarterback that's ever walked the planet. Aaron but Rodgers. he was basically saying, I don't have the right to decide that I'm going to uh, to end my career with the Packers for sure. Like these were all far shots. Um, but I mean, I think he's gone. I okay, think he's going to be gone if he went. Well, 
if he went anywhere, maybe it's for a year or something. I don't know. His contract is so weird and bloated. It'll have to be more reworked. If there was a way for it to happen and he was still playing at a, a high, pretty high level, maybe not an MVP level, but a pretty high level, and old Kirky Boy's contract runs out after 2023, and you have a clean slate for 2024, you draft a quarterback, or maybe you maybe you draft a quarterback this year that you like or something in the third round. Would you be on board for one year of a forty what forty one year old forty year old Aaron Rodgers? No, no I'm done. One with year, yeah, I'm done. There. I can't. T- uh, Favre was <laughs> Favre was off his rocker, but he was a fun football player. And I mean that guy Rodgers kind of drags everyone locker, down, man. Yes, yeah, exactly. Kinda... Favre in two thousand nine in that room was fantastic, absolutely beloved. Rodgers is I, exhausting. He rolls his yes. eyes at everybody. He's, he's always ta- he, he talks about how he's uh, he's like. The way he speaks, he talks about being ego-free, but he's literally yeah. the most egotistical player in the entire NFL. I don't think he's likable. I I would be curious to see an Aaron Rodgers uh, revenge tour in purple. but Of course you would. Anyhow, okay, uh, we're back over to write Declan here. All right, write this down. I think this is enough for a touchdown. You guys tell me if not. Uh, Jalen Hurts will account for the best passer rating or QBR of the four starting quarterbacks this weekend. So either in passer rating or QBR, he will have so the best either or. figure. Either or. Okay. He'll have the best of the you're, four. You're tapping into two categories. It's I probably not so. a touchdown, but it is a perfectly acceptable prediction. Yeah, did you say you think so? I think it's very close. I think it's very close to a touchdown because, I mean, it's Mahomes, it's Burrow. Yeah, it's, it's also Jalen Hurts is also awesome, and it's two categories that you're – if you said one specific category, I think it would be a, a touchdown. It's it's hurt. Well, here here's where I will side with Dex a bit. It's hurts against a defense that's absolutely outstanding. Okay. Like okay. if he was going against the twist, Giants, don't, don't twist my arm. Like if he's going against the Giants, I'm out on touchdown. But San Francisco, if okay. San Francisco wins this game, it's because of their defense. Let's get all right. It's a touchdown. If it happens, it's a touchdown. So QBR or passer rating. All right. Write this down. You owe me down. Uh, Write this down, and you tell me if this is a touchdown. I'm going to give you the Super Bowl winner right here, right now. Lean in closely. The Cincinnati Bengals win their first Super Bowl. Yep. Joey yep. Burrow. Touchdown. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go out on the road, and they're gonna beat the Chiefs, and then they're gonna beat whoever the NFC puts in front of them. I, all four of these teams are juggernauts, by the way. Just yeah, beastly football teams. Good thing the Vikings get to play all four of them next season. <laughs> they do. Oh, my gosh. Brutal. Got to beat the best to be the best. Mm-hmm. All right, Patrick, what's your third and final prediction? The Vikings have hurt me so much in my life, I can't give a positive Viking prediction. But um, number three, Judd, keep the flag at half mass, please. Again? Uh, Kurt Cousins, I don't think he's ever missed a game with injury, correct? No, the COVID one, one for COVID, yeah. one just end of the season, rest for the playoffs, right? Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Um so he took a lot of big hits this year, right? We were lucky he didn't miss any games, honestly, even just with like a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. My prediction, write this down, Kirk Cousins, with all the big hits he took last year, um, well, missed two or more games next year due to injury. Yeah. You really have been hurt. <laughs> Not just by the Vikings. You should, yeah. It's true. Who wins? Oh, there's a whole, there's a whole. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about therapy. your per- personal life, too. <laughs> yeah. You should the, see my family. The women. Oh, my yeah, God. They're just heartbroken. <laughs> Well, that's why the sports dad is here to offer uh, advice yeah. as needed to Counseling. his sports children. Yes, Pro bono, first session. 
Well, Patrick, great job here on your first ever Write That Down appearance. Since you've got this life-changing platform on Purple Daily, is there anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get here? Hmm. I thank my girlfriend for letting me watch all the football I want. She's great. Let's me golf as much as I want. She's awesome. Um, my Murphy family crew, we have a text group that we talk at Vikings pretty much every day. And, yeah, my stepdad for bringing me to games as a kid. Pretty much it. Awesome, man. There he is, Patrick. Thank you guys as well. Bringing the great predictions. Good luck with your predictions, and we'll do it again sometime, all right? Thanks, guys. All right. Guest listener predictor, Patrick. All right, Judd, bring us home here. What's your final prediction? So she lets him golf and watch as much football as as he wants. I would suggest marrying her tomorrow. What do you think I did? That's my life as well. I I love it. Put a ring on it. That is Great. Well, be paying for it for a while, like I am. But that's that's cross that bridge. The idea of like paying a lot of money for a ring is such a weird societal norm. It is weird. Yes. I mean, I I, okay. What if we just like uh, go on a great trip or something instead? And it doesn't go both ways. I mean, look at this thing. Right. Like this is like from a Cracker Jack box. Let's you know be (laughs) honest. That was your choice. It's like Don went to the went to to the Perkins wishing well back in the day and got this thing and then i'm expected to shell out the perkins wishing well oh man at least i'm gonna take my dad's ring and just resize it so i have to get a new wedding band at least i don't have to pay for a wedding band that's nice because that because now now you're talking about two rings right i'm talking about her ring i'm talking about my ring so i i at least that's one less purchase i have to worry about when when i do tie the knot good for you anyhow all right wedding day next prediction for me Write this down. Uh, I am going. So I agree with Phil's prediction about the Bengals being the Super Bowl champions, but write this down instead. Joe Burrow will be the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. So I guess that insinuates that the, even more of a touch for that down. to take place that the Bengals have won the Super Bowl, but uh, Joe Burrow Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Yep, that's even more. Write of this a- down. More of a touchdown than mine. Okay, Dex. All right, so I, I told you guys last week that I, I wanted to get out some uh, like Super Bowl and Pro Bowl games related predictions. I'm going to save the Pro Bowl games because I'll hopefully know more information for next week with all the hilarious things they're doing. Uh, but write this down instead for Super Bowl Sunday. There will be a new progressive insurance becoming your parents commercial debuted on Super Bowl Sunday. So one we have not seen yet. Which by, like, I So it's got to be a becoming your parents. And becoming your campaign. parents. Yes. You have intel on this? I do not. This Uh, this is more me willing this in because I love these commercials. They are hysterical because I I am becoming my parents with random things like traffic or things that I point out. My fiance laughs at me constantly. She's like, you're not even a dad and you are acting like a dad in so many situations. What was wrong with that uh, voicemail that he left there? He didn't say the time twice. You got to repeat the time. Nope, you should not leave voicemails. That was the problem with the voicemails. Those commercials are amazing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Okay, write this down. Um, At some point, so we're going to get you Mel Kuyper's mock here in a a brief moment. At some point, either Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay will mock a quarterback to the Vikings in the first round between now and the draft. They will. I don't know how it will happen. If like after the combine, maybe Richardson falls or or McKee rises or something or whatever. But one of those two, the Todd Father or the Godfather of mock, will mock a quarterback to the Vikings at some point. Is uh, let's see here. He's been tweeting. Okay, I I haven't like heard from Todd McShay. I feel like I know he's taken time off before for like 
his own personal reasons, yeah. but he is he is tweeting, so he is he's around. I'm excited for the first. Uh, I think he's okay Todd now, Father. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he working. Came back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going through some stuff. I don't know what the deal is there, but they've also brought in like two or three other draft experts and stuff. It's gone from like McShay being the future of face to Kuiper not leaving. No, won't leave. In a couple other guys. Mel, Mel will not leave. It's so very crystal clear that Mel's like, I'm not going anywhere. Until that head of hair just disintegrates into uh, into the ether. He's going to be. <laughs> if Mel goes bald, would Mel be kept on board? <laughs> he should shave his head at some point just to shock America. Whoa, what's this guy doing? Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, shocking America, Judge shocked America by losing 40 pounds about a year and a half ago and kept it off before we get to the. Uh, Kuiper mock here. And, and that is thanks to our friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And yes, I said weight control. I didn't say diet because this is not a quick fix. And the best part about it is once you lose the weight, your friends are going to help you keep that weight off. So this is a this is a program that works. It's a lifestyle change, but you know what? The weight comes off easily, and the best part about it is it sets you up for future success. And that is what diets don't do. Weight control, that's a different story. And right now, you can get the Judd offer, which is this, 50% off the program. So if you call up now or go online, just tell them that Judd from Score North, a.k.a. the Sports Dad, told you that you want to be the latest person from the PD family to have success with this program, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is your first step towards weight loss that's going to have you feeling great for a long time, livia.com. Also, hello to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. 100-plus years of helping businesses maximize their success. Uh, you form a true partnership when you partner with Federated. They believe in face-to-face relationships and they believe in the long haul. You can find a full list of industries Federated specializes in at federatedinsurance.com, uh, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys, it's time. It is I time. Mock. Mock. We keep tabs on who the mock draft community has going to the Vikings in the first round. And so far, We've done four of these across Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd since the beginning of last week. We'll keep doing these until the draft. And it's been kind of all of a couple cornerbacks. Uh, Osiris Torrance from uh, from Florida, the offensive lineman via Tankathon. So we're kind of we're getting a sampling of of what the mock draft community thinks the Vikings should do in the first round. And the Godfather has spoken this morning. Mel Kuyper, 1.0. I feel like he used to do 1.0 like late in the year, but now they're waiting until late January here. I don't know if that's built into his contract. He doesn't want to jump the gun too early. Right. Wants now, to keep his mock cards close to the vest. Now is Mel doing trades? It doesn't look like there are trades here oh. in this one. In this one. Just 1.0. This is just a this is, you know. I know. I know. I just like the introduction of trades in the mocks has changed my mocking life. Here it says uh he does speculate, could we see a trade at the top of the board? I'm not going to project any trades here. I'm still a little bit early to access which teams could move up and what it could look like to take uh, to move up. So this is just an exercise to show you all what I'm thinking three months out from the draft based on my big board rankings and what I'm oh. hearing from executives, scouts, and coaches in the National Football, Football League. I hear that. I think coward, but go ahead. Wow. Coward. All right, number one to the Chicago Bears, 
Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. Number two to the Texans, quarterback C.J. Stroud. Three to the Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr., the edge rusher from Alabama. Colts take Bryce Young, four. Seahawks take Will Levis, five. So three quarterbacks off the board in the first five picks. And and that fits more in line with what we discussed with Thor, right? Because he said that Le- Levis to him, I think in the mock draft that we ran yesterday, Phil, during the show, I think he was the second guy off the board or something like that, or the yes. first. He was and the I first think, quarterback, second. Yeah. yeah. And I think Thor said that seems a bit high for Will Levis. So Levis goes third quarterback, fifth overall pick. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to kind of skip around here. Lions take an edge rusher from Texas Tech. Um, let's see here. The fourth quarterback off the board go, goes to the Panthers at nine, Anthony Richardson from Florida. Okay. Now we have some meat and potatoes here and there. Let's skip down to the first receiver off the board at 13 to the Jets. Jackson Smith Nijigba from Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Michael Meyer to the Packers, the tight end from Notre Dame. A weapon potentially for Rodgers. Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback, Penn State to the Steelers. A little cornerback run here. Christian Gonzalez to the Lions. Now we're at 20. Byron Young, edge rusher, Tennessee. Wow, the second receiver doesn't come off the board until 22. Quentin Johnston from TCU. Yeah, it's not it. Yeah, that's probably accurate. So some receivers on the board here. But with the number 23 pick, according to the godfather of mock, the Minnesota Vikings select out of Mississippi State, cornerback Emmanuel Forbes. I want a mock! Mock! Here's the write-up. Uh-huh. Veteran Patrick Peterson was the Vikings' top corner this season, but he's a free agent. And even if the team brings him back, it should start thinking about the future in the secondary. Safety Lewis Seen, Minnesota's first-rounder last April, played just two defensive snaps before breaking his leg. He should make a full recovery, but can the Vikings improve on the outside as well? Rookie second-round pick Andrew Booth Jr. played in just six games due to injury. He's not a lock to start. Whoever takes over for fired coordinator Ed Donatel needs options. Forbes was an interception magnet for the Bulldogs. (laughs) 14 picks over three seasons, including six last year. He gave up a few big plays, but he has tremendous potential as a cover corner. It's the third cornerback in our exercise. Five mocks so far. What do you think? Is this becoming, and I get it, it's early, the combine has not even hit yet, but is this becoming almost too predictable? Where, I mean, look, they need corners. I get that completely. They do. And and, and I am a fan, if you identify, if you think that you need a young corner starting, I am a fan of taking that guy in the first round. But I almost feel like, you know, this this is not now a traditional front office. They definitely are going to do some things outside the box. Uh, as Thor talked about yesterday, Quazy likes to play the draft like the stock market. Yeah. I wonder if this is becoming almost too predictable. I, I, I think it's tough because we're sitting here. I think a lot of us are like bored with cornerbacks because the Vikings have drafted so many cornerbacks for yeah. a second round. Just, you know, and Gladney, you to- Hughes, all these guys. Yep. Um, so it's like, oh my God, a, another cornerback. Well, they already, it's to draft a cornerback from a fan perspective. 
is an admission that they've whiffed on cornerbacks the last five or six years. But that's the truth. Right now, the only cornerbacks on their roster are Andrew Booth Jr., Caleb Evans. Is Chris Boyd a free agent? Well, he's is not he even op- on the roster. Um, I, I know don't he's not know, an option. I'm saying like guys that are signed. They I mean, he's they, a good special teams player. Duke Shelley, free agent. Yeah. Patrick Peterson, free agent. Yeah. Chandon Sullivan, well, free agent. Here's what I think. I think that the real way that this might at least be partially solved is that they're going to clear enough cap space to, again, sign a young cornerback who's a free agent coming out of his first contract. I would almost do what the Vikings did with Zim in reverse, which is they, they would try and sign offensive players at times. Yeah, I would almost try and sign a cornerback and draft a wide receiver. Or draft a different position. It just it feels like what the Vikings need, and if Peterson is going to walk, especially, they really need a corner who brings stability. And I yeah. think if you bring in a kid who's 25, 26, uh, it's not cheap, but you can create the cap space and it's going to give you stability there, as opposed to first day of training camp, okay, kid, go get him. Yeah. No, I uh, I think I agree. You need some sort of sure thing. If Patrick Peterson's going to be gone, you don't have any sure things on your team right now. Who knows what's going to happen with Duke Shelley? And he's also not a sure thing. He was and really Dantzler. good for like two months. Dantzler, Dantzler, I forgot about Dantzler. Dantzler's probably the of the guys on your team signed. Dantzler's probably the best bet to start. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't great this season. So there you go. That's the the Godfather of mock. Has <laughs> I want a mock. Got the Vikings taking a cornerback. By the way, uh, Jordan Addison, the receiver from USC, went two picks later, in case you're wondering. We do have good news, though. Breaking Hmm. this morning, Justin Jefferson is a finalist for the Associated Press NFL MVP, which is the MVP that is recognized as the real one. The league doesn't do its weird. It doesn't do its own. Yeah. Uh, So it's quarterbacks and Jefferson. He's not going to win, uh, but he should have been a finalist at least. And the coach of the year has five finalists, not including Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. Disrespect. How would you guys feel about that? And the voting takes place before the playoffs, just so people know. Yeah. So, like, Brian Brian Dable was on the list of five. Pete Carroll didn't make the list. And I get that there's some names, like Kyle Shanahan's on there. Some of this is sometimes the coaches that are good on a regular basis get slighted. Like Phil Jackson won Coach of the Year once in the NBA. It didn't Popovich oh. win it like once or something like yeah. that? And Belichick like, basically d- didn't win it. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's a pretty bad slight when a guy steps in and wins 13 games and can't get among the finalists. Yeah. yeah it's really interesting. It just kind of shows you. I mean, everyone looks at it and just kind of laughs at their 13 wins, and now they're just going to move the Vikings off into the good luck with your first place schedule winning seven games bin for next year. How can they Frost. combat all of this? Flukes. Fraud. Yeah. Pretenders. Well, they kind of were. Kind of were. They kind of Well, once the Giants got their asses kicked by Philadelphia, yes, it became, as I said, very hard to defend them. Yep. All right, guys, that is a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily. Bonus episode. We're giving you a couple bonus episodes here and there during this uh, very fun, speculative part of the offseason. So if you're wondering whether the Vikings should trade for Trey Lance, we did like a half hour on that. Also today, you can find that. Purple Daily YouTube channel, Purple Daily podcast feed, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.